Are you a busy woman who at times struggles with reducing your daily stress? Do you know that you need to slow down but do not know how? If you're looking at reducing your daily stress, you're in the right place. My name is Denise Eckert and I welcome you to the Calm Your Daily Stress podcast. I just love interviewing guests so they can share their stress-reducing tips and techniques with you. Now, if you find this podcast helpful, please share it with someone who struggles with stress because lowering our stress will make us a better person, a happier partner, mom, friend, neighbor, etc. And the best part is happiness is contagious. Enjoy this episode. Hi there, my name is Denise Eckert and I'm from the Relaxation Lounge. And I love coming on here and sharing different techniques and tips to help you lower the stress in your life. And I love having amazing guests. And today I've got Dagmar Bryant, and she's a UK-based Australian motivational speaker and business coach. And her motto is, life is not about sitting on the sidelines. To achieve success, you need to take calculated risks. So welcome, Dagmar. Thank you, Denise, for having me on the Relaxation Lounge. So now, how did you come down this road of helping people? Well, once upon a time, I was in corporate, uh, specifically in law, and I have this value, this little value called justice, which means that I, I really want things to be fair. I want things to come out right. And I discovered along the way that law was actually not going to help me to be able to achieve that. And yet it was still really important for me to be able to make a difference to people. And I have my own journey of empower of empowerment. And I really wanted to share that with specifically women. So my goal is really to empower women to be the best that they can be, to, to live that life that they want to live without limitations, to be able to do the things they love without thinking, oh, but I have to do this or I should do that. Or, or you know, all those words, that dialogue, those stories that we tell ourselves. And I want them to be able to feel like you can do it. Absolutely. Now, in your experience, what are some of the key stressors that you find with your clients? Uh, money is definitely a key stressor. Uncertainty is a key stressor. Uh, workplace stress. So if they've got competing priorities between family and kids and just just getting everything done, it just seems that for a lot of my clients, there's not enough hours in the day. And also that try, trying to find somehow that balance, that work-life balance to actually oh, be able to have a minute to breathe and do some things for themselves. Now, what are some of the steps you can take to create that balance in your life? Well, I believe that every now and then we need to just stop, actually just stop. It doesn't even have to be for long, but for example, stop saying yes to everything. You know, there, there's this wonderful little word called called no, yet how often do we as women go, Oh, yeah, not a problem. I'll drive you to uh, football practice. I'll drive you here. I'll drive you there. I'll do this for you. I'll do that for you. Hold on a sec, but I had something planned for that time. What about me? And I think every now and then, that's that, that's got to be the first thing. Every now and then, we've got to schedule time in our calendar 
for ourselves, for our own well-being. And I think that that has to be tip number one in terms of, you know, being able to just take a little bit of time, call it a meeting with me so that you have time to go for a walk, time to do yoga, time to meditate, time to listen to music, to a podcast. What is it that is that thing that you want to have time for? And now why do you think, you know, us as women, we forget to stop and take and look after ourselves? Well, I would say that's because we're natural nurturers. Think about going back to the caveman, uh, cave times. (laughs) You know, man went out and caught the boar and women were in the cave looking after the children and the community. So we are natural carers we want to do things around our home around our family so naturally we're always saying yes to all of those things and I find too that when you are experiencing stress or burnout you don't have the energy to say no or to argue with someone or to just that feeling that oh they're not going to like me saying no so you just add more to your plate and becomes a very vicious circle it does but there's something called what I well what's what I call healthy boundaries and at some point you have to put a boundary in place it imagine it this way and this doesn't even have to be connected to your family but the example that I was going to give was imagine you've got that girlfriend who every other night is ringing you because she's got boyfriend problems again And what ends up happening is that there's this vicious cycle of they feel absolutely brilliant because, hey, you've given them your time, your energy, and um, just made them feel better. You come away going, I feel absolutely beat. So I just think we have to have those boundaries in place. And if someone else doesn't like it, well, that's not up to us. We're not being nasty to someone. We are just saying, hold on a moment. I need time for me. It's all very well to give kindness out to everybody else, but we have to be our own best friend. We have to give that kindness back to ourselves. There is a reason why they say on an airplane, give yourself the oxygen first before you help others. If you don't take time to give yourself that kindness, that healing, that time, then how can you be effective in doing all the other things that you need to do? It's going to have an effect not just on your physical well-being, it's going to have an effect on your mental well-being, on your stress levels, on everything. There, there, there is that snowball effect if we don't take care of ourselves. And the biggest thing is our health. Like I know when I started this podcast, I interviewed a lot of burnout survivors and some of the issues that they developed um, through putting themselves in extreme stress were incredible. Like they were very rare diagnosis and severe diagnosis, like it was organ failure and all sorts of incredible things that I've never even heard of before. But it was basically their body shutting down to let them know that this is it, like you cannot do this anymore. And I find that People don't realize if you keep pushing that envelope, that's going to be the end result and you're not going to be able to help anybody. Exactly. And the thing is, our body is very smart. It gives us signs and it might start off with a headache or a migraine, something 
fairly well I'm not saying migraines aren't serious because I do know migraines can be quite serious but it's not as bad as organ failure but you get these little signs along the way and then people might say oh it's just a little headache I'll just take an aspirin or a paracetamol push it away but they forget that there's a reason why that's coming on now everybody gets headaches every now and then but if it's affecting your uh, your well-being, if it's affecting your sleep, if it's affecting the way you cope in life, I mean, you, you might start to find yourself getting really anxious and really stressed. And then all of a sudden your coping me- mechanisms fall down. You might find that you get angrier and frustrated and then you lash out at other people. So again, there's various symptoms that you can see. Uh, you might take more medicine, where even if it's prescribed medicine because of conditions that you're developing, you might end up drinking more alcohol, taking sleeping tablets. So there's all sorts of things that we do to alleviate the so-called problem, but we're not actually addressing the problem. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, once we start masking the problem, you know, we're losing our focus and, and things become harder as well. Absolutely. And I I know I can't remember where I saw this statistics, but there's a, there's a, there are a phenomenal amount of people who are on antidepressants, a phenomenal amount of, you know, that's a prescription drug and it has on ongoing effects. Now, I'm not saying you should go off the drugs because they've been prescribed for you. I'm not saying that at all. Always work in conjunction with your doctor. But by the same token, it can lead to further problems down the road if we're taking them without addressing the real beginning issue. Yeah, it's definitely masking the problem sometimes. So now if someone that's listening here is feeling stuck, what are some of the first steps that they can do to change things over? In terms of just doing something for themselves? Yes. Okay. So like I said, tip number number one, definitely please say no. Start saying no to other people and saying yes to yourself. That would be one tip. And in place, make the, the, the next tip would also be about making sure that you put into your calendar those times for yourself. Now, sometimes we can't do that. Imagine that you're in a work environment and you're having super stress with your boss or with with your family if you're at home and you just can't get away. I'd recommend go to the bathroom and just close that door and take a few minutes to breathe, just to breathe, just to stop and breathe, to recenter yourself. Because often in those situations, they can get out of control very quickly. And so if we stop, and there are a few breathing techniques I can definitely share with you, but if we stop and focus on our breathing, especially like breathing in, hold, and then breathing out. So doing that with counting as well. So breathing in, going one, two, three, four, hold, one, two, breathing out, one, two, three, four, five, six. And just doing that for a few repetitions, it's remarkable how you can change your state and how it can give you better perspective, a more sense of calm. And in the meantime, the energy around the situation has probably diffused a bit as well. So it's not as volatile as it was. So if you can't get away, 
you can go to the bathroom. <laughs> that would that, that would definitely um, be be one tip, and another tip would and I think sometimes we forget about the amount of stuff we've got around us, and I would say clear the clutter. So if you're trying to be more productive, whether it's at work, whether it's ho- at home, I think. Um, Having this lockdown, I I dread to say the C word or the P word, but let's call it lockdown. This was a great opportunity. You may have seen it around you. A lot of people cleared out some of the stuff around their homes, and yet it is still good to clear clutter, clear your desk, clear your space. Clear, just just clear stuff. I mean, take it take it from someone who's moved countries twice. You know, all of a sudden, minimalist becomes becomes great because you you realize that oh I didn't really need all that stuff after all and it becomes like this huge weight that is lifted off our shoulders and and all of a sudden we feel lighter and that that shifts something in us as well having said that I did not give up any of my crystals my crystals are all over my desk here so (laughs) some things a girl cannot do without and my crystals are definitely um, some of those things And the other thing that you might like to do, and I know I said about, you know, sometimes you don't have time, but it's, it's that caring for yourself time. Can, can I I have a a massage lady who comes in once a month to my home and I know a lot more people are doing that. So even if you don't have time to go out, can, can you get someone to come to your home? Can you do, take some time for yoga? Can you take some time for meditation? Can you get out? Just you know, even if it's on the weekend, go into the woods, go to the beach, go somewhere where everything is not so cluttered, get back to nature. Absolutely. Now, for someone who has struggles with setting boundaries, do you have any tips for setting boundaries at the beginning? I have one, and I think it's the, has to be the first one. It's always going to be the most important one. The question that you need to ask yourself is how much longer can I keep going with the way things are? And once you once you know that automatically, oh, oh well, gee, um, I can't, then it becomes easier to set a boundary. And the, and the second component really of that is stop caring so much about what other people think because they need to value you and you have to value you. But you have to value you first so that they can value you. Other people won't value you until you value you. Does that make sense? <laughs> so when you're setting that boundary, you're not being mean. You're saying, this is my space. This is my space. And I need that space. And when you, let me give you an example. Have you ever been at a party or a networking per, a meeting and someone comes up to you really close to you? Hello, how you doing? <laughs> whoa you're in my space you know (laughs) same thing with boundaries you've just got to you know and and you can you can actually create a visual boundary around yourself this is this hadn't even thought of giving this as a tip but this is actually a great tip I believe that we are all energy so if you visualize like a bubble completely around yourself if you don't like a bubble you can imagine it as a coat or as a shield whatever works for you doesn't really matter 
even an energy bubble, like a great, visualize a great big bubble around you. And you will notice the difference in how people come up to you or don't come up to you. There was a study, um, I can't remember, sorry, my, my, my mind in memory is this afternoon and who it was, but they did do a study of people who had this energy bubble around them and who would walk down a busy street. Now, being in New being in New York, I've walked down New York streets. So I know what that's like, busy New York street. But if you put a bubble around you, all of a sudden you will notice less people crashing into you. Awesome. Same thing. <laughs> so that would be my recommendation, putting that bubble around you and call it a bubble of protection, call it a shield of energy, give it whatever name you feel comfortable with. But that can definitely help as well in terms of that protection and that that healthy boundary. Yeah. And you know what, too? A lot of times we have these scenarios in our head about what people are going to think about us saying no or not jumping into the opportunity that they want us to do. And meanwhile, they don't even think these things. Mm. There's a lot of times where, oh, okay, well, then I was going to ask so-and-so to do this anyways. And meanwhile, you're making up all these scenarios in your head, you know, where you're a lot of times just even bringing the communication up. I mean, it's like, well, I'm too busy. I cannot take Joey to the library today. And it's like, oh, well, you know what? I'm going by there anyways. Yeah. <laughs> and you're feeling all guilty and it's like, oh my, I'm going to say no. And I don't feel good about this. But a lot of times you're making a lot of these things up in your head too. Yeah. And we know that this space in between in here you know, if you've got thoughts running rampant, they're taking up valuable real, real estate without paying rent. And that's never a good thing. So yes, definitely release some of those thoughts. And it is a, a concept in NLP. Don't worry about what someone else thinks about you. I think it's actually said slightly differently. It's, um, it's uh, what other people think about you doesn't matter. It really doesn't because that's their issue, not your issue. You're honoring yourself. And that's what this is all about, honoring yourself. Absolutely. So we're going to start wrapping this up. So are there any magic words of wisdom you'd like to share with the audience today? What magic words of wisdom? I would like to say always, always be kind to yourself. Um, there is a saying, I think I saw it on one of the social media cha channels, kindness costs nothing. Sprinkle that S-H-I-T everywhere like confetti. So yeah, definitely. And sprinkle, sprinkle it on your, sprinkle it on yourself so that you have enough energy to do the things that matter to you and just, just be okay with that. Wonderful. Now I understand you also have a nice giveaway for the audience today. I do. I do. So being a business coach, I believe very much in abundance. I believe in working with mindset. And if you want greater success, you start have to, you take to start needing to shift your mindset more into abundance. So on my website, which is dagmarbryant.com, there is a free PDF downloadable and it's six money habits of the six figure entrepreneur. So even if you are not yet a six-figure entrepreneur, 
absolutely grab that download so that you can start shifting that mindset into getting yourself down that path. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for your time today. Amazing information. And it's very, very simple. We need to start taking care of ourselves better. Yeah, absolutely. And during um, the Big P, uh, women were probably twice as likely as men to be leaving their work because of stress and because of burnout. And that is a phenomenal concern to them and their families. So, yeah, absolutely. Take care of you. Well, thank you so much. And thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Calm Your Daily Stress podcast. Have you ever wondered what your stress personality is? Are you a self-care goddess or a burnout queen? Well, you can find out by taking my free quiz. You just need to go to www.stressquiz.info to find out where you rank. Sending you love and peace, and I'll see you in the next episode.